her side. His side. What side are you on? Introducing your prize fighters. In the right side of the ring, standing at five foot three inches, but with heels and big hair, rounding out at five foot six inches, petite yet feisty, an inspirational coach, philanthropic artist, and fashion designer, Lexi Brand Carrington. In the left side of the ring, standing at five foot ten and a half inches, dashing and incomparable, media expert, CEO of Star Equity Group, leading peak performance coach, David Allen Kogan. Let's go. This is one of your hosts, Lexi Brand Carrington, sitting alongside my dashing partner in crime. Partner yes. in crime. Yes. Partner in crime. Yes. Let me finish introducing you. Oh, okay. I didn't know I committed a crime. Okay. David Allen Kogan. That's me. How are you? I'm doing great. You look fabulous today. You're Thank in a you. fabulous suit. You, you didn't like get. That? I do, but yeah. you didn't get dressed up for me, did you? Well, I'd like to say that I did, but I, I actually had lunch at the Playboy Club today. You did? I did, yeah. Was Hugh Hefner there? Hugh Hefner? I, did you miss the memo? I, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> did they have all those bodacious women and uh, bodacious yeah. butts? Yeah, but yeah, kind of. They reminded me of you. Oh. Yeah, oh, we should put a little cottontail and bunny ears on you. <laughs> I already have one. Oh, you have a cottontail. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. What are you growing back there? Okay. <laughs> hey, is the is the Playboy Club anything like the Mile High Club? Uh, it's kind of, yeah, I guess in some instances it could be the same. I want to know, are you part of the Mile High Club? <sighs> Wouldn't you like to know? I Well, that's why I'm asking you. Mm. Are you? Well, I'll tell you in, in secret. I thought we were in secret. You don't want to tell me. No, I'm, I'm actually not part of the Mile High Club. But you know what? There's a saying. What it's is, not too late. Would you really? I have OCD. Oh. I mean, I, there is nothing romantic about that. Okay, you're in like a two by four cubicle with bacteria. I'm just mm. thinking about the critters and mm. all those. Oh, God, no. 30,000 feet? No, I don't think so. Well, I did drop my phone in the in the little blue toilet one time. Did you really? I did, yeah. What'd you, you just flushed it? No, no, no. I actually rolled up my sleeve. You and did I put not. put my arm all the way down and picked it up. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I walked out with a blue arm. <laughs> did you get, your phone didn't work? My, well, actually it did work. Really? Yeah. I was, uh, I was going to Europe and I thought, well, you know what? I can't be there without a phone. So I just better do what I got to yeah, do. Yeah. Because you know why? It yeah. wasn't about a phone. I know you like a book and uh. I know you like a black book. Oh, like <laughs> and that phone wasn't about what you had to do on this trip. Uh -huh. That was about the contacts in what we call the little black book, which mm. was really the phone that was in the blue toilet. Well, it's not about UFOs, but it was now the little blue book. <laughs> yeah. Blue. Yeah. It was blue and black, and black and blue. Black all and over. blue, yeah, yeah. Kind of felt that way walking out. So let's tell everyone what we did this week, because I think it's hysterically funny. I don't know you if do? this is... I, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, you are just... You always laugh at my stuff. Because you're a guy. Right. And it is just so typical of a guy mm -hmm. not to even know 
how to sell a house, how to do a garage sale. Now, granted, I've sold a whole bunch of homes. Mm. I had an interior design background Uh and was flipping homes while the market was hot. But Dave sold his home and I helped stage it for him. And then I suggested that he should get rid of all of, sorry to say it. My stuff? No, your crap. Oh, (laughs) my crap. Yes. And you. Uh, I got a lot of crap. Yes, you have a lot yeah. of crap and start anew. Right. So we had a garage sale and Dave, you know, has a larger home. And I was trying to explain to him that you can't have people just walking throughout your home any way you want. Right. They need to like wait at the door or they need, need like to a be, security guard. Yes. Or be escorted. Big, tall one guy, at a time. Like a bouncer. But he decided not to listen to me. He's like, well, if it's crap anyway, then we're just going to sell the crap and whatever happens. I'm like, but they could like steal. Some of the wa- crap is good crap. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so what happened? First, first off, he has a red chair. Now, oh. Dave could care less if, like, oh. you know, My one of the chair. women in the black book was like no longer in his life. But this chair, this was literally—I have mm. never seen this grown man cry the way yeah. he cried. He. It still misses me. It misses you, or yeah. you miss it? Oh, I definitely miss it. The depression as it was hauled out of the hall. Uh, Go ahead. That was one of those double wide, like lounge chairs. But you don't even need a double wide. I don't, but it's just like, yeah, but you just, you kind of like, I fall asleep on it. I would bring my meal over there and I'd sit on it. And I don't know. It was just like super, it was one of those kind of chairs that you just kind of sink into and you just don't want to get out of. Let me tell you, he's nicer to the chair than he is to me. (laughs) I mean, there's just something so, so anyway, so we ended up, it was chaos and Dave is upstairs. I'm downstairs. He's yelling at me, Lex, how much do you think I should sell this mattress for? It's from 1935. Okay. (laughs) He's not that old, (laughs) but we were yelling back and forth. And then all of a sudden this woman in the kitchen, <laughs> do you remember? She looked yeah. at me and she said, um, can I buy this ice cream scooper? I'm like, you want to buy a used it's ice cream scooper? It's amazing what people want. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I like, didn't expect to sell that stuff. That wasn't really for sale. It was yeah. like the furniture, right, right. baker's rack. He put, a, he put a note on me for a dollar as well. He wanted yeah, to sell I was me hoping, off. Well, yeah, but I, co- I was hoping to resell you. Yeah. <laughs> So the woman wanted to buy the ice cream scooper, and I had no idea if Dave used it or didn't use it. So I'm yelling upstairs, Dave, how much for the ice cream scooper? And I said, you know what? I really don't think he wants to sell this. And she looked at me, and she's like, listen, skinny bitch, you don't eat ice cream. So sell it me, that (laughs) scooper, or give it to me. I'm Mm. like, you know what? With that attitude, just take it. Mm. So then Dave was like, you gave it away? I'm like, you know what? I'll give you. You could have taken a dollar No, she called me a skinny bitch, which is a compliment. That's a good thing. So, no, I'm just going to take Mm. it from there. Right, right. And then Dave is yelling at me from upstairs because what happened in your daughter's bedroom? Well, you know what? I couldn't believe that, you know, people walking through the house actually start going through everything. Your drawers? Literally, my drawers. Wait, the drawers on your body? That's Not those drawers. That will, thank you. But no, not those drawers, but... You know I'm Drawers buttering the, you up for yes, something. Yes, so I don't buttery. I'm slipping calling, in my chair here. Calling but, you hot. Yeah. Well, <sighs> uh, that's a nice thing. See, guys and girls can do that. Okay. Equal. 
Yeah, we Equal, do it though. Uh, opportunity. We do it to get what we want. It's called mental, emotional, manipulation. verbal manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, so anyway, so there, she's going through my drawers, and and I and she walks up into my daughter's room, and um and you know there's night tables, nightstands, and she starts going through, and I'm, I'm I don't know where I was. It was in the other room. She goes, "Excuse me, how much do you want for this?" And you know, thinking maybe it was a lamp or it was a you know um, yeah, what something. was it? It was actually feminine products that my daughter still had in the drawers. Were they used or unused? Uh, unused so packages. Were they like, okay, so wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it would no, be no, no, really no, no. weird if they we were need, used. No, this is very yeah. important. We need to explain to our listeners. Uh-huh. Were they panty liners? Were they maxi pads? Were they uh, tampons? I, I'm not that proficient with all of that. I just know wait, they had Wait, excuse lip- me. Yeah. Do you not, through the years, buy your daughter uh women products what do you mean you don't know the difference between a panty liner which kind of looks like those things that you put over your eyes like a blindfold <laughs> when you want darkness versus like a cigar a tampon looks like a white well lorenzo why are you laughing over there lorenzo do you do that for your wife <laughs> Hold on. he's he's like he's freaking laughing over there it does it looks like a white cigar uh, a white cigar okay huh. or the maxi pad which hmm. looks like a floating device oh a floating device okay well, yeah, so I now don't... you understand the difference between them not really but yeah no okay but being a single dad uh i i learned how to do that over the years my daughter's like 22 now but back then Mm -hmm. uh yeah i used to run out and get stuff and she'd call me up and remind me what i'm supposed to and i always came home with the wrong thing so if that tells you anything hey davy boy yeah Speaking of your daughter, yeah. she's on the line. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You sold her tampons? <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hey, honey. What's going on? We're, we're on the radio show. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, um, do you know where all my tampon boxes are? <laughs> tampon boxes? <laughs> honey, I, I sold them in the garage sale. <gasps> <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Wait, my dad, do yeah. you know how much those are? Wait, how Ke- much did you sell them for? Wait, no. Kiana, Kiana, before he even tells you, because he didn't tell me how much he sold them for yet, I just asked him if he knew what he sold. Like, I asked him if they were panty liners, if how they were I tampons, if they were maxi pads. He's like, I don't know. Which is so strange, I, because I thought you bought all this stuff for her no, all No, she years. sends me pictures, like, Get this. So that's what I go and get. Okay, she asked you, how, how much did you sell these for? I Let, think, wait, I, well, wait, know- I, I need a drink. Because it's not going to be a good answer. I could feel it. I, I think it was like a dollar. Even- I don't know. <gasps> a dollar, maybe? Dad, they're like six to eight dollars a box, and you always get the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> she sounds really pissed. I don't know. I, I tell you, I need super absorbency. I send you a picture, and you still get the wrong one. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know why, Kiana? Let me explain this, okay? As a woman older than you that has a little bit more knowledge because I'm old, men do not pay attention to those little things that say excuse me regular (laughs) absorbency super super plus so basically your daughter could be hemorrhaging okay because Uh. you bought her regular when she needs Mm. super plus You don't pay attention to detail. It's well, she sent. You know, do you ever go to the supermarket really? and, you, and you have a picture and like you can't find it, so you go, "Oh, that kind of looks like it." Well, that, what? that's not the same thing. 
doing? I know, but I'm not going to walk up to somebody and say, excuse me, ma'am, can you help me? We're super this and... I don't mean to insult you in front of your daughter, but all the years you being single, I am sure that you were in the melon aisle and you went up to a woman and said, can you tell me if these cantaloupes are ripe? I just don't know how to... Well, this is a little different. This is kind of embarrassing. Oh, really? Yeah. If I were in the supermarket with you, I would make sure to completely embarrass you where we go up to the register and it's like, price check, price check, aisle one. Oh, Oh, that's happened. Really? Yeah, Kiana, I told you that, didn't I? Well, they're there for a reason, you know? I mean... Well, I I remember being in line one time and, and I don't know, I think I... They didn't have a sticker on it, or they didn't. It was supposed to be on sale, two for one. Two for one. I'm gonna get it. Two, two for three. Yeah, I don't know. Like and they had a like price check. Out of stock. <laughs> well, I'll just say, you know what? I, I, you know, it's not a fun thing for me. Price check. Man in aisle one. Crazy well, man has so no sorry. idea. Man in red shirt. Yeah. So sorry, it's not fun for you, but it, whatever. At least I'm taking birth control now. I don't need them. <gasps> what? Oh. oh, that's nice. Thank you for sharing that. It's a good thing you didn't sell them, Dave. Hey. <laughs> oh my God, I think your father completely just passed out cold on the floor. Dave, <laughs> Dave, uh, are you there? Dave, um, Dave, snap out of it. How old snap. are you, Kiana? Are you old yeah, enough? Maybe 22. 22. I don't know. At she's still like 10 years older than me. At least she's taking birth control. Well, least, yeah, okay. That's, that's a little program. too much information for me, okay? Okay. Well, All right. Kiana. Yeah, thanks for I, letting me know, I'll Kiana. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to give you my boxes of tampons. Yeah, maybe don't you can you? tell Lexi those things. At least she cares. I do care. Uh, I, I don't care. Want, you, you know how many times I went to the supermarket to buy these things? And then you get the wrong one. Don't even ask somebody for help. Mm, well, yeah, but well, he has I get no A for tru- effort. E for effort. You have no trouble getting the things that you need to get for yourself. Oh, I try, right, Kiana? Don't I get all a- about I know you, you try, but that doesn't mean it's good enough right now. Exactly. Dad. <laughs> All right, Kiana. Thanks for calling Thanks, in and letting me know that you're on you're birth welcome. control. I really appreciate I know that. How to, Thank you. Excuse me. You're yeah. welcome, Dad. This show is called Her Side, His Side. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I get to her side. Oh, this And is the, the good side. Mm, okay, all the single well, dads I'm are... glad someone's on my side. Exactly. Talk to you later, Chicky. Bye, sweetie. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Bye, Lexi. Bye, Chicky Mama. And now it's time for news and entertainment. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign. We are headed for some heavy turbulence ahead on her side, his side. What side are you on? It's time for news and entertainment. Let's see what's exciting in the news this week. Yeah, let's see. Hey, I got a great one for you. What is it? It's gonna, You're going to love this. Tell me. There's a woman who's 107 years old. What is she taking? Mm, well, it's not what she's taking. It's what she's not doing. What is she not doing? Her, her guess, you ready for this? Okay. Her secret to life of 107 years old yeah. is to be single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. That's what in is, the news. It's what, a big story. Okay, but what 107 is- years old, life of solitude, living on her own. 
She's a reg. I think yeah, her name is does, Louise Signor. Okay, but how does someone define being single? What does that mean? Does it mean never getting married? She's does never it been mean- married. Never been married, right? So does that mean no sex? I I, I don't know if it, I don't necessarily means that no sex. It just means no commitment to marriage. No, it doesn't just mean no commitment. Oh, I to think marriage. so. No, oh, let I me read so. this article yeah, no, here. You, you need to look at that. Oh no, this is even oh. No, 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 wait a minute. Oh, she plays bingo? Oh, this uh, yeah. is getting worse Who by the minute. does at 107 years old? No, this is getting worse by the minute. Yeah. She won't have someone sleep in the bed with no, her. No, she sleeps by herself. She's on her own. Well, listen, I'd rather die tomorrow and have sex than go to a... Hun- Lorenzo, how about you? Then go to I, a... Hun- I wouldn't want to sleep at 107 years old. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, it, it, at any rate, her... her so her her magic pill is really to be on her own. Okay, doesn't so, mean she's not playing around. Doesn't mean she never had a boyfriend. Doesn't mean that she didn't have male. Because they say accompan- sex is Im- important for you. But in her eyes, being on her own and single is what she's attributed to be. What do you think about that? Well, you know, there's some. There's I know some- the answer to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is horrible. No, well, look, I I personally rather have someone in my life, but oh, uh, that's yeah, sweet. really, that's me. I didn't know that about you. That's me. Yeah, You're, I I'm, thought you were like President Clinton, where you look like you have someone there. But I always rather... want to have someone, especially with Latinas. I like those boots and boots. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I, I couldn't be by myself for ten minutes. Yeah, you want you want to ride all of them at the same time. That's right. Yeah. I'm ride them into the sunset. That's right. I'm ride them backwards and forward. Oh. Well, anyways, but that's you know that's. I'm a complete romanticist. Yes. So for me, I would rather be dead tomorrow and share my life with somebody that's loving and wonderful and I feel talking about his side her side mm-hmm. if you're someone that is open to growth and yeah. learning from the person that you're with uh-huh. that having the opposite sex in your life can help you learn things that you I'm not talking I'm not talking about sexually I'm talking about everything in life well she's talking about having time to herself being introspective She's talking about uh, meditation. She's talking about um, eating spiritualism. healthy. But She's you talking- can do all of that if you're with the right person in life. That person is supposed to give you the freedom to find yourself. It's supposed to be the icing on the cake, not the cake. You should have peace and with happiness that. within yourself. Relationships should be a luxury. Right? And a soulmate. Why do we have the word soulmate? Right. Right? So no, I agree. Well, that, I, I agree with you on that. Very interesting. Anyway. All right, what else we got in the news? What else is in the news? Yeah. This one's kind of a wackadoodle one. Well, you like wackadoodle. I like wackadoodle. wackadoodle. I like to whack the doodle. <gasps> oh, I mean, I like wackadoodle news. <laughs> Lorenzo, you can wipe that out, right? Okay. okay. You yeah. are such yeah. a Yeah, Lorenzo, you don't whack your doodle, right? Never. No. See? Is there yeah. any guy that doesn't whack their doodle? I, don't know. I never met one. Wow. Really? You've taken yeah. surveys? I No. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I stopped a long time ago. I need to get ago. you therapy. Yes. Well, I have, this is my therapy, being on this show. <laughs> all the therapy I need. Okay, just don't give me your therapy because I don't want anything you have. Uh. 
Except your sense of humor. Oh, that's nice. You of have you. really great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, really. there's a, there's a good like three feet between us, so we don't have to. You don't have to worry about me catching anything. Whatever you do, do not get on my side. That's right. Hurry up because I want to oh, get into yes, really yes, important news. Yes. Well, this is kind of important. No, because... nothing's more important than the news I have, and I'm oh. not pregnant. Oh. <laughs> well, if you were, I don't know if that would be my problem. <laughs> that that changed the show around real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Okay. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> I fly Virgin Air, so. It's it's definitely oh, not that. that. That's good. They don't even ask me for ID when I go on. <laughs> you just show them. They go, she's, she's one of us. Fill this hymen. Okay. Yeah, testing one, too. But anyhow, monkeys and human cells. Mm-hmm. This one I found kind of interesting because what they're doing, get this, okay? They're injecting human cells into other animals, <gasps> you know? I, I, and I forget the name of the movie, but there was a movie where... There was like, you know, pig man and animals were half human, half man. Well, this seems to be kind of heading towards that concept because well, we started out as apes. Why do we, why do I yeah, need we're to go like back? Going back to apes. Well, no, it is a full-time job. I've got you know, Romanian in me trying to get all the hair off me. That's true. You kind of are a Sasquatch as it is, but you know, <gasps> you know, I'll give you that visual out there. I got that trust me. Shit on my toes. Yeah, even. You know, got to like shave the arms and the back and everything. It's crazy. But anyhow, <laughs> not me, her, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, Lorenzo, do you shave any? <laughs> you shave your back? I don't know. This one she does. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyhow, so monkeys and human cells. Yeah. So they're injecting them into monkeys. Yeah. Into pigs. Yeah. Why, you ask? Why? Hold on. Dave. Yeah. Why are they doing that? Well, I used to why. be blonde. That's right. That's right. The, the drapes match the rug. Right. How do you Anyhow, know? You don't know. No, no I actually, no, wait, actually, the, no, I don't know if, the, if everything matches. <laughs> but anyhow, I, what was I saying? Oh, yes. The monkeys and human cells, basically because they're going to harvest organs from those animals or whatever we want to call them. So they're actually growing animals to harvest their organs. Okay. Kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it is going on. There's a lot probably going on we don't know about cloning. There's probably one of you running around somewhere and you just don't know You it. told me that one of me was enough. Yeah, that you well, would literally kill yourself if there was another one of me. That is true. Okay. Well, maybe you need to write to Trump because this is a problem. Yes. Maybe he can stop it. Uh, just yeah. like the guns. He can stop that too. But I won't get into that because oh. I've been waiting for days to oh. get into this. Yes. What's this? For me, this is huge news. Oh, yeah? What is it? Yes. That? Well, you know Celine Dion uh-huh. is one of my icons. Oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm not normally a star follower, but I just think her gift and her talent is so amazing. Yep. Since she lost her husband, the press has been all over her. Yeah. So they've been showing her uh, with horrible pictures of her looking very, very aged. Yeah, she looked very thin. Very thin and emaciated. And so she just did a music video Mm -hmm. with no makeup, completely exposing herself. Completely. I think, you know, standing up for women to be who you are. And instead of fighting the press and opposing it, it's almost like she's calling their bluff, you know, like she's putting herself out there on her terms that you're not going to make fun of me because I'm okay with whatever imperfections or whatever you think you 
think you see, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I'm owning who I am. Right. Well, why do you think that's important? Like, what what do you think this... I mean, women feel like the need to always, always look perfect. I mean, is social networking, I think, increased that, that concept of having to create this unobtainable look? It's the magazines. It's the fact that men are visual creatures. It First and foremost, it's not, oh, she's got a wonderful personality. She's got a wonderful voice. First and foremost, it's always about the way a woman looks. Yeah. Always. And for a guy, quite honestly, it's about his wallet. That's yeah. what's first. So are you going to walk out without any makeup now? Hell is that, no. Is that, you're going to take on Hell Celine no. Dion? No, listen, when statement? I die, I'm going to be in my coffin with fake eyelashes and five inch heels. I'm sorry. <laughs> God bless you, Celine Dion. You look damn good that way, won't you? you know Even what going it, out. No, you know what it's like? Have you ever, well, I don't know if you have or you haven't. I haven't, but I've heard from men about having these one night stands. You're kind of drunk in a bar. You meet a woman. She looks phenomenal. You go to bed with her. You wake up the next morning and and you look at that woman whose makeup is now down to her knees and she doesn't look anything like what she used to I mean I wear makeup to enhance I don't want to look like someone different but I can't speak I think alcohol makes people look better I guess (laughs) no you don't no I don't know but I, this was really big news to me because I think it's really important. I'm, I'm turning the big five O this year. Dum, yes. Dum, and I, I think it's really important for women that are of my age to feel as confident as a 20 year old. Yeah. And well, even I more agree. so. I agree. I think it's difficult for women actually to keep up. I, and it's, it's when magazines is one thing, but now with social networking, with all the filters and nothing's real to begin with. So you don't know what you're looking at. So your competition around the world really is unobtainable. The one thing I'm waiting to see, and I want to wrap this up is, is, is Celine Dion's um, uh, followers going to alter as a result of this? Is she going to lose some Are of her young? Are they going to love it or hate it? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't look great. No. Sorry, well, but well, she doesn't. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yes, indeed. On with the show. On with the show. Hey, Lexi. Yeah. You ain't gonna believe it. What? Your mom is on the phone again. <laughs> Oh, is she, in the, ay, ay, ay. is she in the supermarket? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she won't tell me. Um, oh, I wonder if it's an emergency. Put her through. <laughs> okay, hang on. Here you go. Mom? Yeah, hi. Hi, how you doing? Hey, gal. I'm doing good. I just got here. I'm in Atlantic City, you know. Oh, oh the promised land. What's doing? Yeah, it promises and promises. I'll make my donation. <laughs> <laughs> you should just put the money in my pocket, and I'll do a little dance for you. You know, it's kind of yeah, the same thing. Yeah, they say that you should just give half the money in your wallet when you come in, yeah. and you'll be ahead when you leave. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what I love? As you're sitting next to the slot machines on every slot machine mm. there's a sign there that says if you have any gambling addictions call this number as you're sticking the money in the machine wait a minute she has it on speed dial <laughs> <laughs> so i guess you're not calling in to uh to go to the supermarket today but you know what everyone loved you last week and yes they i did too stop it 
Yes. It suddenly became Lexi's mom show instead of Lexi and Dave. Yeah. Yes, the audience loved you. We did change the billboards and everything. (laughs) So now. (laughs) Everybody wants a Jewish grandma. (laughs) Yeah. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. I didn't have kids, but we weren't allowed to have our potential kids or my sister's children call you grandma. She's like, I'm never going to be a grandma. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. They call me Grandma Gay. Gail. They do. Oh. Gail. Not so bad. Golda Darling. I'm schwitzing you, Golda Darling. Let me give you a matzo ball, darling. Don't get crumbs on Grandma. She likes to look mighty fine. So listen. So wait. What are you guys up to? Well, we're going to fill you in because this is going to be a show topic that I think you can really weigh in on. So let me tell you who is on today. Do you remember taking me to go see Jackie Mason with dad when I was young? Vaguely, vaguely. I think we went to one of the, what was it, Kutcher's or, you know, the brat, one of those Jewish cats. But you can't remember where I was. (laughs) I was funny like all hell heck. (laughs) So Jackie Mason's daughter, Sheba Mason, is coming on today. And remember I told you. Yeah, we went to go see. What is she? I mean, like, what does she do that she's coming on the show? She's a comedian and she's in a play right now. Yeah, she's in a play right now called the Jackie Mason Musical. And it's basically her mother, Ginger. God, they all have like stripper names, but yeah. <laughs> Sheba, Sheba, Ginger, you know, Lola, you know, you know, her mother had an affair. Do you remember that whole scandal? Oh, oh my God, it was terrible. I mean, I, I just, I mean, that kid was like a clone, and he's trying to say that child isn't his. I mean, it was yeah. ridiculous. So, I mean, anyway, you know, the man. I mean, is he really Jewish? Yeah, I mean, he is. Oh, I think he's well, over I the top Jewish. You, there are very few Jewish men that wouldn't be doting on their daughters instead of what he did. He must be really like, you know what, maybe it's not his fault. Hmm. You know, some men are born with an abundance of putch genes. Do you think daddy would have done that? Like, I mean, he just completely oh. abandoned his kid. Oh, what's a putch gene? Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Do you think, sorry to interrupt you, but do you think that daddy would have done that? If you were, he you were. do that. No, wait a minute. Wait of you girls. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> wait a second. Did he have punch jeans? <laughs> wait a second. You were. You you, and where do you buy punch jeans? Till you were 30. Wait a second. You were married to him, though. I'm talking about before he was married. If daddy potentially, like, got a woman pregnant, do you think that he would just up and, you know. Because guess I what? Don't know. Well, I wait don't a know. wait a minute, Mom. <laughs> I'm going to take you down memory lane. Do you, Dad? Rest in peace. Forgive us right now. We love you. But Mom, Gerda, the German, the German who told him that he he was going to be the father of her child when he was in the army, he disappeared from Germany, and now there could be some boy or girl that's my brother or sister running around. Or transgender. So he might right. be one well, of those wait schmucks. A minute, wait a minute. Number one. Oh, there's I mean, a one? like a 19, 20-year-old kid. Oh, excuse and number me. number two, Gerda wanted to be an American citizen. She oh. was years older than him and a, a nurse. Well, you know, things I work when they're 20. 20 years old, let me tell you. I was 20 at one time. 
I don't know if it was true. Well, what were you saying? You were saying something about schmucks or putts. What were you saying? Putts jeans. What's a putts jeans? And well, what, um, well, you know you're born with certain genetics, right? Jeans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen putts. to Mama. <laughs> Wait. I, I am. Wait I want to know what a putts is. Is, is Leslie completely listening to this? <laughs> A hundred percent. And my name is no longer oh, Leslie. Well, you know, I was going to tell Dave <laughs> that when you call a man... When That's you, her when secret you, name. Wait a second, Leslie. Mom. They're you gave all, it away. Wait, they're all freaking out here because suddenly the entire audience just wow. realized that I went from a Jew, Leslie, to an Irish Mick Lexi. Lexi yeah. You just gave it away. Lorenzo, Everything did you know her real name is Leslie? Fault. Everything is not your fault? No. Okay, me being here is right, your so fault. Let explain, okay. Let me explain to Dave so he understands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, all right. So, like, if you call a guy a putz, it's the same. I really didn't want to say prick in front of Leslie, <laughs> but it's the same as, as calling a guy a prick. Okay. Oh. But a couple hundred years ago, okay, a couple when of- you... Referred to a putz, you were just talking about the male genitalia. <laughs> genitalia. Oh, oh, uh-huh. But when you talk about it today, yeah. it's a real insult to call a man a putz because it means he's illogical, irrational, an idiot. You call and daddy a putz all the time. All, all men have putz genes. Okay, absolutely. But you've got to be very lucky in life to meet a man that oh. has very few putz genes. Oh. So, so how many putz genes do I have? Jackie Mason must be overloaded. <laughs> Dave wants to know how many putz genes he has, yeah. but we don't even have enough time in this life to count them. Hey, now. Well, you know, I'll give you an example okay. of why, like, you have he said, she, she said, whatever said. It's all his, right? Listen. <laughs> it's just, wait, your mom's no, got to no, no, no. get this right. No, listen. If <laughs> you're going to be on our show and be a what you call human billboard, the show is it, not silly Sally says. You're like, he said, she said. <laughs> it's her side. His side. What, what side are, are you on? on? Well, if you're dealing with a guy that has a lot of putz genes, that's G-E-N-E-S, you're going to be in real trouble. For instance, say you're driving in a car with your sweetheart or your wife or whatever. 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 So you're driving along, and after driving for an hour or so, the woman (laughs) says, we were supposed to be there a half hour ago, Of course. Uh Uh-huh. And the guy said, I got this. We're fine. She says, I think we're lost. Why don't we ask that guy that's walking down the street for directions? Why do I think this uh, came from uh, real this life? This could be a serial killer. You think I'm going <laughs> to go and ask this stupid guy yeah. on the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he'll just keep driving. <laughs> then she's getting a little irate. He doesn't know where he's going. She says, listen, the next 7-Eleven, next gas station, let's just pull over and find out where we are and see if we can get directions to where we're supposed to be over an hour ago. 
<laughs> with a little bit of putz jeans. Oh. Might drive another 15 minutes. Max. And suddenly he will say to his wife, mm. you know, I might as well get gas. Mm. Or I might as well take a leak. <laughs> and he'll go to the gas station. Then when he comes back to the car after he secretly got directions, mm. he will say, I was right the whole time. I just made one little wrong. Oh, that's and a guy thing go for with the sure. Directions. Now, a guy with mega putt strings. You end up in another country. Right. No, no, it's not only that. He starts on the woman. I told you I didn't want to go here in the first place. <laughs> that's that's how it starts, oh, this is and a it definitely... elevates from there. Like I didn't want to go. Now look at everything. Now we're in a whole thing here. Why do I, I know where I'm going? I've got this. Don't get on my case. Why Lorenzo, I... this sounds like you. you. I, I think we should bring your wife on. in all <laughs> World War Three breaks out. Why? Why do I feel like I'm having a deja vu of my mother and father, where? yelling hit or we landed in another country or we never got to the destination because mm. I, I got news for you yeah what's One the news we were ride, we were driving in the car and we got lost and we were driving along the Mediterranean and the sea was to our right all of a sudden I said to your dad I said to him you know Stan I don't see the sea anymore <laughs> he said that's because of the angle of the mountain. <laughs> the I mountain. said, I think we're lost. <laughs> we're not lost. And you know what happened the next time? Um. Within a few minutes, we heard yodeling and saw goats. <laughs> because, Switzerland. And then I bet Daddy we said. supposed to be in Italy. Daddy <laughs> said to you, Moses, move the mountain for us. That's right. And God he did. showed up. And, and it he was moved. good. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, m- my God. Mom. Now what? that now that you're single because daddy's not with us anymore, they should run a test. Mm. Oh, uh, they should. They should have um, a genetic research center <laughs> and they should develop <laughs> a test when a baby boy is born to see if he has a few little putz genes, medium, big amount of punch genes and issue him a putz gene card. Ah. And then when he grows into malehood, a woman could say, well, what does your putch gene card rate well, you I, I, I got a better idea. You know, because she doesn't even have to date him if he's got a lot of putch genes. How about a bitch genes? <laughs> how For about the woman? That? For the woman. We, you know, yeah, because- but you want to know? Mm. A woman, just like in that car, uh-huh. A woman gets lost within five minutes of her destination. <laughs> she has no direction. And asks directions. Oh. But she might there be bitchy about no it. Way. Yeah, but, it, you know, she could be bitchy about it, though. If she has a lot of bitch genes. Yeah, well. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was married before. Trust me, bitch genes exist. Way, I mean, this is a total different way of thinking. Yes, well. Even the animals on the planet don't think like men do. 
Mm. Mom. It's weird. <laughs> Mom. What? I want you to take your putts analysis. Yes. And go to the promised land right now. Yes. And I want you oh, to take okay. that money. And when you win big, I want you to give me some. And me too. Of Let's split it 50 50. You're my child. Uh, Dave is always, you're all, stop being in the middle. I'm 50 50. Come on. 50 50 of what? I, it's his side, her no, side. No, 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 no. You are not 50 50. Wait a minute. Are you going to give me 50 50 of the losses? Oh, that was a good one. That's an IRS question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any IRS people, but if they are, then, you know, 50% of the write-off is all yours. Yes. Now you talk about putts, James. Oh <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got me. All right. And with that... Yes. I am going to say goodnight. I have some important business to take care of. All right. Well, you go look around that casino and see if you can see any putts flags flying around. That's right. Okay. Keep your eyes open. the other way. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. The other. Oh, that's it. We'll talk to you about that next time. Yeah. Next time. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a safe trip, Mom. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back on Her Side, His Side. What side are you on? We're coming up to our main event. Ladies and gentlemen, take your ringside seats. The main event is about to begin on Her Side, His Side. What side are you on? One, two, one, two. Come through, run through. Gun who? Oh, you don't know. United States, everybody fools around. The women still pretend that they don't, but they're almost about to. They're trying to, but they're not ready to. It's not nice. What time? It's up to you. Maybe we'll work something. They still don't fool around on the first date. First date, it's not nice. Second date, I'll take a chance. We're here at the main event, and we have the actual daughter of Jackie Mason, who is a comedian in her own right, the incredible Sheba Mason. Miss Sheba Mason, are you there? Here I am. Hey, it's so great to have you. Hey, Sheba. It's so great to have you on the air. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yes, we we had an amazing time this past week coming to see your show, The Jackie Mason Musical. It was was mind-boggling to me that you actually played your mother. We didn't share this part with our listeners, but your mother was the playwright to the show. She wrote all the music. You know, it's (laughs) it's interesting because... The musical that you're in right now, I, you know, I left it, Sheba, and it it has a light fare to it. It's a musical. It has, they try to depict the story of how your mother got pregnant and so forth and you being born, and they put it in a very light kind of a way. But because I'm an empath, I actually walked away from the theater and, you know, said to Dave, I said, you know, this is a very profound story that's sitting underneath this play that actually really needs to be told. Because in essence, you didn't choose to be born into this world. You were born into a world with the name Mason. Now, I'd love to ask you why that was or wasn't kept and has it helped your career, but you came in already with all of this pressure to some degree. And also not having a father figure in your life. Now, there are a lot of people that have father figures, and they're not very good father figures. Um, So, you know, him being in your life and and what the public has known of him to date, 
Maybe you didn't miss anything, but there's there's a really big story. <laughs> well, maybe a couple I of dollars. daily beatings. Well, he might have. She might have missed a Bentley or two in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Food in the refrigerator. Yeah. Having the college paper. Well, sort of. I mean, as you know, she is, um, you know, a playwright, and she's really, you know, she's show business oriented. So I think that was in the back of her mind. The other thing is, is that. My name is Nathan, and so if I, it's kind of like, you know, being denied, like, your heritage and, like, your right to a throne, you know? Whatever he is, whether he's a schmuck or not, he still paid child support until I was 18. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like, you, you have to own up to your name, you know? And, like, and Sheba. life is different because you were supposed to have that name and you don't. You well, know? your your mother set you on a pathway because Sheba is a queen, she, your mom was like, if I'm not going to get Jackie, I'm going to make my daughter a, a queen. A queen. <laughs> Sheba. And so far, so good. Yes. That's oh, right. Jackie, aren't you upset that you didn't cash in on your daughter? Well, I didn't night? know I would have a queen for a daughter. But now I know that's why it's so expensive. You're what, like 90 years old now? You need I'm your 91. daughter's money. I need, yeah. Now I have to come over here to get something to eat. Yeah. No one wants to feed me anywhere I go. They go, Jackie, who? What? <laughs> you don't know who I used to think I used to be. <laughs> Maybe we need to put Dave in the show with you in Florida. Yes. He can play Jackie with you. I'll play Jackie. (laughs) I didn't mean to hurt you. I just didn't like, I like my money more than everything else. That's all it was. (laughs) So, so your mother decided for that reason to keep the name Mason. Go back a little bit. Do you, do you feel throughout your career that having the name Mason has helped or hurt you in any way and has have you always felt like you're you're sort of living in the shadow of you know your father has a certain type of comedy right it's it's got a very um, pedantic feel to it his intonations and in this life it's always about being our best self right not following the masses but our own identity but I'm wondering if you feel that every time people would hear the name oh Mason that's you know Jackie's daughter, do you feel that you were being compared even though you're a woman? Um, that's a great question. And yes, in fact, I have a joke like, you know, I perform in synagogues a lot. And I say, you know, they couldn't, <laughs> afford, they couldn't afford Jackie Mason so they hire me. But I'm It'd have to cost. Because <laughs> she's not as tall as me. <laughs> no, but she has bigger boobs than you, and they are fine. She's better horizontally than vertically. <laughs> I have a very good bra, but thank you. I have a friend named Victoria, and she has a secret. Oh. <laughs> I met her once. I think I had dinner, and I have a secret with her, too. <laughs> I was in trouble twice. <laughs> So, so basically, like, you know, Lexi was trying to say, I think, that, you know, and we had a conversation about it earlier, about you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, not growing up with your dad around, is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? What's normal? I mean, you know, the, the, the white picket fence and the beaver cleaver concept of 50s, 60s kind of nuclear family. If you don't have that. What are you missing? What but, do you think you're missing? But there is a weird part to that. It's, it's Sheba, it's not like... 
you were adopted and you never got to see your birth parents. I mean, here's here's a man that's larger than life that's through a TV set. It almost reminds me of when I used to watch Little House on the Prairie and I'm dad, rest in peace. I love my father. But I had a father who was present, but it doesn't mean that he was always a great father. And I, I was watching Little House on the Prairie saying, I want to be Laura Ingalls, pa, you know, come get me, pick Aww. me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get jealous when you see, you know, other fathers throw their children around in the pool and stuff, you know, like I remember feeling like that. But, um, you know, I was sort of taught at a really early age to not be so resentful. Mm-hmm. And just be, I mean, like, I guess she didn't want me. My, I was raised really by her and my grandmother, who I have a joke, and I say she was a lot like a father to me. She even had the beard. <laughs> so do I. So do I, honey. <laughs> but so, like, they just kind of taught me, like, instead of being unhappy about it, she, my grandmother always said to wear it like a cologne. Like, so it's just me. I'm me, but then this is like a little something extra sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess people like. You know, it just helps people say hello to me, like Artie Lang says hello to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a big coup. Mason <laughs> doesn't say hello, but other people do because of his name. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we were just thinking, you know, it would be difficult. You know, you're, you're a little kid and you're watching, you know, Johnny Carson and you're watching shows and you see that's, that's your dad. But, you, you know, it's like you don't have that connection. And, right. and how how that would feel. And, and I think, I mean, from from seeing you and hearing you on other interviews as well, how well you kind of accepted it and how you've kind of moved on from it and how it's a piece of you, but not something that is like a ball and chain that, you know, destroys your life or has a, a difficulty going forward. And one of the questions that Lexi had brought up also was, you know, has do you feel it's, you know, not having the dad or the male kind of counterpart growing up, has it affected you, do you think, in your own life, in your adult life, maybe Personally, with, with dating. dating or, or, well, or sure. you know, that kind sure. of thing? Are so you married, Sheba? Well, no, but my boyfriend, who's a long-term boyfriend, actually played this part. Whoever plays this part, I get really wildly attracted to. Oh, most wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sheba, this is crazy. I was there. You didn't even say hello. Oh, Dave, wait a minute. <laughs> Dave is getting all excited now because now he really wants like to go blunts. play the part with you. <laughs> so you, uh, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, but it's just so, you know how, like, when you're ever, you know, you end up dating who you're around, so it's not so much that my boyfriend played my father, it's just that he was around. He happened to be there at the right time. Oh. So, uh, wait, wait a second. So, so is every, let me ask you a question. Your you know father, I go to this pizza place, and there's this girl that's there all the time, and I was just, no, just kidding. Your father had, <laughs> your, she's not blonde, though. <laughs> your father had a 10-year affair with your mother, so do you try to get the um, lead who played Jackie Mason to be much more short-lived so that you can have many more affairs? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, Sheba! Oh, give her strip. That's, st- <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We're just helping the cause, honey. Yes. <laughs> that is a good idea. Each person who plays Jackie can only do the part for one weekend. Yeah, that's right. Forget about Match.com, just write a play. Wow, are you walking funny? <laughs> <laughs> wow, there was five different guys playing Jackie this week. So Sheba had a great week. So who who was your role model in your life in a in a male perspective? 
Well, to but, even know how to have a healthy relationship. Well, I do now have a really great stepfather. He's a cantor in a synagogue. My mother married him when I was 15. And okay. he's like a real doll. He even sends me birthday money. Oh, 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 guilt money. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, even, I'm not even 12, and he still sends birthday money. Aww. <laughs> I hope yeah, he sends hundreds. <laughs> I hope he sends you hundreds. Did you, um, when you, when you had bumped into your dad a couple of times, I was listening to one of your interviews that, there were times your father didn't even recognize you initially. I mean, you're you're a really attractive woman. I mean, he didn't try to hit on you or anything, did he? Well, he did. <gasps> oh. Well, he wanted to play in your actually... play, too? Sorry? He wanted to lead in your play, too? <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be funny. If played <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually, yes. I always wanted to be in my own play and play myself. Sometimes I play with myself all the time. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, that's okay. He did. Um, he did for a second try to hit on me, and then I said, "Oh, you don't recognize me." And he said, "Oh, who are you?" And then he, I think he thought I was. I was actually just really happy that I passed the test. You know. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I, would wow, think, I would be more hurt if he didn't hit on me. Well, he was attracted to your. Everybody. He was attracted to your mother all those years, and you're a combination of him and her. And he was probably having a flashback, like that's right, like yeah, a Vietnam flashback. Yeah, like oh, she's looking familiar to me. Oh, right. yeah. Why? I do just I... want to have dinner with you. That's all. <laughs> I'm here every Thursday. <laughs> Who? At least part of me is. Who were some of the greats, um, besides the one that you mentioned, that inspired you in comedy? Um, well, I loved, I've always loved Joan Rivers. Mm. You know? um, she really, really set a pathway for women. Mm. Yeah, she really did, and so did Phyllis Diller, if you want to you know, go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really always appreciated Don Rickles, and I know his daughter. And actually, we did a show together with me, her, and uh, jo- Jimmy Kimmel's sister. <laughs> oh. And it was called like Legends, something Legends. I forgot what it was called. It was, we, we did a couple of tour dates, but it was fun. <laughs> so, so now you just um, you just mentioned like like Joan Rivers, and she you know she has a certain style to her. So oh wow oh, oh my god oh my god that's like her whole her whole shtick. And of course Don Rickles is like the king of mean. And what what would be your your niche niche your style your well, I've been told that I'm kind of like a modern throwback to Joan Rivers a little bit. Like, I'm a, I'm a cross between her and, like, some of these more modern comics, because you have to be. You can't really have, you know, Jackie Mason style anymore in a comedy club. It, like, wouldn't even... Isn't that interesting? Even though he's so funny, I just don't know that it's like you don't see anybody doing that anymore, right? No. No, I actually... We watched a bunch, uh, you know, a few videos of your dad, and it was kind of interesting because it seemed like a very intelligent comedy in a lot of ways. He would do a lot of comparison thing, real life he was stuff. Very insultive too. And yeah, very insultive. You know, who the he- heck yeah, would he- want him as a dad? <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> but it's funny the way he makes the, he points out the differences between like Jews and Gentiles and where they like, you know, the way they want to sit and everything. Oh That's yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. He was um, he's he, he was very hard on people. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's known to, you know, look look at it. Like, Jerry Stiller had a great part in his old age playing, you know, uh, the father on Seinfeld, the father in the King and Queens. 
There's yeah. no reason why Jackie Mason couldn't have had a part like that. And a lot of the reason is because he's just known to be difficult. That's yeah. why he's cursed through the grapevine. I don't want to say that about him. Who am I? I think he's, like, fantastic. But, you know, I wish he would have had a part in something that could have helped me out indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. My God. What was what was your decision and reason for doing this play? Yeah. Well, um, the first reason is that I got picked. <laughs> <laughs> the playwright knew it, knew it really well. <laughs> you were really connected to her. I didn't even have to audition. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's always a good thing. That means acting um, a lot easier. You know, we came up with the idea one night because my mother was like, you know, she's like, I should do this play in New York City. And she was like, you know, maybe you should play me. And then I was thinking, you know, maybe I should play her. Maybe it would add some kind of an element to it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so I did. And, and, you know, I do like to sing. I like the opportunity to be in a show and, like, have – it's funny. It's, a, like a, it's sort of like escapism from the comedy world a little bit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get so absorbed in the show. If if your father were in front of you and you actually had the opportunity to say something to him, I'm sure you've thought about this in, in your life. Is there anything that you would want to say to him? This has happened before. Um, I have been in front of him, you know, a handful of times. Um, once when I was eight, they, my grandmother took me to see his show and we went backstage and I was, you know, he's, he has, like, a very um, intricate relationship with his manager and her parents, and, like, he's not really that free. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I went backstage, and he actually said something. I was eight and really cute, you know, and like, he said something really tender. He said she looks just like her mother, which was, like, very tender. And that month, the child support check arrived early. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, give her 10 more years and bring her back. <laughs> I think 18 is legal in this state. Eh? Right. Oh, yeah. But there's nothing like on a serious note that you would ever really, you know, deep from inside of you, the part of you that I know, you know, at different points in your life, you must have attached some kind of hurt from it. It, it is a form, no matter how gracefully you have accepted and created your own life, there's, there's rejection in that, even though it's not directly sure. you. Really, he's and rejecting your mom. You're just a result of that. That's true. Um, I am a result. You know, he, he, and we even had that part in the play where he says, I never wanted children. And stuff. Yeah. You know, he was honest the whole time about that. And she went ahead and, you know, had one anyway. But so, you know, you, I mean, what would I say is that I've always want, you know, I would just kind of like, like start from now and just talk about jokes. I don't even think I would talk about the past at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just try to like discuss material with him and have, and maybe he would help me with a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, I yeah. just feel like what, what is the point in addressing all this stuff that happens, you know, that or lack of happening at this point, you know, did you, did you ever go for therapy? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's she's on the wait a second. What Jew? I what Jew hasn't gone for therapy <laughs> every night on stage? Four Let times, me tell you a story. Four times a week, she's on the sofa, and not with you know, the different boyfriends. 
<laughs> if I could find a therapist that's exactly like Frasier, I would go for therapy. Uh, <laughs> I like Frasier. It's hard for me to, you know, to like, I, I just have this fear, this fear that, like, the first one I'm not going to match with, then we have to find another one. It does you know? happen that way until sometimes you're lucky enough in the midst of X amount, suddenly you find that one. And I find even for myself going for therapy, it's... Sometimes it's just a vent thing, you know, to be able to recognize, vent it out, get it out and be able to move forward. Because most of the time I know what's going on inside of myself um, and it's not great to hold on to things. But, um, yeah, nobody else wants to listen to me, bitch. So if I'm going (laughs) to pay someone, they better listen to me, bitch. You know? It's true. I mean, you can't do that to your friends all the time, you know? No, I want to be able to whine about my life. Yeah, that's how it goes. You right? know? Well, I, I, wanna, I just want to bring up because, you know, part of our show really is it's about entertainment. It's about what's going on. It's about humor. But deep down, the raw part of it is about really helping people in different areas of life and certainly talking about the differences between a guy's view and a, and a, a, woman's, girl, a woman's view. view. So... What I feel is that you you have a strong sense of acceptance, and I think you know just for people listening, how could you describe a way if you were the therapist on the other side of the yeah. couch and say to someone who was struggling with something similar to your event life event, how would you help them get to the acceptance part that I think you so clearly have achieved, and I'm I'm sure it isn't a hundred percent, but. It, it sounds to me like, you know, you've been able to move on with your life very well and you're enjoying your career, even though it's similar to what your dad has done, which it might be even a constant reminder of it. Yeah. Well, I feel that a lot of resentment and stuff really does begin with, with your childhood. And, you know, you see parents who get divorced and like the mother really poisons the kid against the dad. You've seen stuff like that or vice versa. And like, I really, and I think that you grow up feeling like that because, you know, you're a kid, you don't know any better. So it's like the first thing you're taught is like resentment, resentment, resentment. He sucks. He sucks. And like, I wasn't taught that. I was taught to almost revere him as far as a comedian and a great talent and a guy who accomplished a lot in his life. And so I was really taught that. Now, if you're not taught that, I would say you just have to, I know it sounds like, you know, kind of stereotypical, but it's like, you know, a lot of people grow up in orphanages. They don't yeah. have, you know, anything. And I did have a great mother and a great, you know, grandparent and a nice stepfather. So it's like, you know, I have to look at the nice things that I do have. Gratitude. Otherwise, I'll kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of simply put. <laughs> Be grateful to her day. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Sheba Mason is putting it out there. You better be grateful for what you have or take four bottles of pills well, yeah, that's right. and just end it all. That's basically the acceptance. All right. Well, yeah. good thing she's in comedy. Yes. <laughs> that only 1995 plus tax. So we, we want... Begin from the beginning, like, you know, just from the time you're really little, what you're taught so often every day, day in and day out is, you know, appreciate this, appreciate this, don't resent this, don't resent this. So it's, it's like, you know, repeated and so embedded in me now. You know, of course, now, of course, my mother had some resentment. I mean, you saw the play, but yes. not not enough to really like poison me with it or to like put that burden on me. You know? Yes. Right. Yeah. What well, seems like you've kind of parlayed a lot of that, whether it be, you know, whatever feelings those are, having a play that you're actually performing in day in and day out um, is uh, like a therapy, really. Wait, yeah, I do have it is a, a little bit therapeutic. It, and what's interesting is like, 
you know, his character, like, people have said that she's really captured his character, like, you know, with the writing. Yes. And I feel like almost in a really strange, weird way that I'm almost getting to know him through Doing ah, the play. Yes. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about <laughs> you. Getting Let's to write hate a play. you. Getting it's supposed to be getting to like you. Yeah, oh, but that's well, we've re- we've rewritten that play. Yeah, we're rewriting that right now as we speak. <laughs> you know, I I think it's um it it's an a, amazing story of of how you came to be and you know, we were so touched to be able to see the play and we want to let everyone know that the play is going to be in Boca Raton, right, in December, December 13th yeah. through the 22nd. You have to get your tickets now. Go because- buy your tickets. Come on, Moshe. <laughs> get the Hester. Come on, let's go. They're going to see that Sheba girl. They're giving away free matzo balls, so you I better go. My- well, I'm going to eat before I go because it's early bird dinner down there, 12 and you o'clock. Can't, you can't steal things in the... If you're a Jew and you're in Boca, you can't steal uh, things in the I give back the, the salt shakers. <laughs> and it's only, only sweet and low. Yeah. <laughs> it's close to holiday time, so we want to make sure that everyone yeah. definitely... There's a lot of Florida Jews and goys that would just love this play. That's right. I hope they come out. Thank yes, you. definitely. The and also, who, yes. The guy who's playing it um, this time is actually my boyfriend who played it a long time ago. Oh, oh, you're, oh wait a minute. And he, I have an important, he looks a lot like him. I have an important question, though. Do you foresee yourself at any point getting married or having kids? We want to be the first to know. That's right. And the first invites. When are they dropping? (laughs) And if not, I need to find you the right therapist. He's listening. As a comedian, you know, in New York City, I'm trying to prolong it as long as possible. But I I do. Oh, here we go. You know what? I'm ending this note with your Jackie Mason's daughter. I just decided you are you are indeed Jackie Mason's daughter. And you know what? You've got such great estrogen that I want to multiply you because you are so fantastic. So maybe what we could do is therapy 101 between you and I off the air and cloning. Yes. Let me just clone you. That's right. One comedian, one mommy. Yeah, you know. Oh, listen, also... Yeah. Also, we want to let everyone know that in New York City, when Sheba is in town, she's at the Broadway Comedy Club. Right? Right. Yeah. I do run. I run my own show there, you know, every Saturday night when I'm in town. And, um, yeah, at 10 o'clock. Okay. And then I'm also, like, frequently at um, Caroline's and other places in the city. But that is the one that I run. Okay. Can you also let everyone know your social media handles so that they can follow you? Sure. It's all, um, like, Twitter is at Sheba Mason, and Instagram is Sheba Mason, S-H-E-B, like in boy, A, Mason, M, you know, Mason. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, don't know, know Mason, that, yeah, if you don't know Mason by now, you know. And on Facebook, it's just, she, you know, Sheba Mason, page one and page two. Well, you can With perform wings. on our stage anytime you want. We were so happy to have you here. Yep. Everyone, this is Sheba Mason. Please, please, please see her in New York, but you have to see her in the Jackie Mason musical. It's She's just incredible. It's delightful. I loved her. She was amazing. Are you going to see your daughter perform? I'm going to go see her. Of course I'm going to go see her. Just make sure you leave her all your money in your will. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Sheba. Thank you, guys. Okay. 
See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back on Her Side. His Side. What side are you on? You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, comment, like, and post, and also our website. Her Side, His Side, talkshow.com. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? You are about to witness the most anticipated match. Will she be the champion? Will he be the champion? Whose side are you on? Let's get ready to rumble! Uh, one, two, one, two, come through, run through. Gun who? Oh, you don't know what the gun do. Well, it was great having Sheba. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. I enjoyed talking with her. I, uh... I have to tell you, yeah. this this topic really pisses me off. Why? Well, look, we weren't there. We don't know exactly what happened. And, you know, Sheba's mother did depict uh, a certain part in the show that she kind of sort of manipulated Jackie Mason to garner the love that she really desired from him. Yeah. Um, and I can't really say that I'm in support of that, but... What really pisses me off is this whole thing between men and women and sex. And women, you know, women are objects, okay? Generally, men will find any way to, uh, sorry to be crude, get into a woman's pants. Uh And they will say anything and they will do anything. And, you know, this is... What do you mean say anything and do anything? Whether it's I'll be in a relationship with you or I love you or I'm not dating someone else. And a lot and of women time, don't do that. I don't know what women do. Of course they do. Well, women do it all the time. They say all kinds of things to get whatever they want. Well, I don't really know. I do. I'm, well, I'm on this side. Yeah, and well, I'm on this side. <laughs> okay. Well, Guys. I don't like your side. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't agree with your side either. I do agree with the fact that women say things and do things to manipulate guys all the time, left and right. And sometimes guys are just too naive and too goofy to even realize that's what's happening. But he went in and had sex with her, okay? Yeah, he did. Supposedly, uh, he had mentioned to her that, you know, he didn't want marriage and he didn't want, you know, a full Right, he was up front with her. After 10 years, okay? He but, was up front with her. But here's the thing. Yeah. He has a responsibility if he's going to be straight up, so to speak, uh-huh. to wear a condom. Well, well Why true. Why is it left to a woman? True. Well, it's not left to a woman. It's left to both. Both people should decide... She has her body to protect. He's got his body to protect, right? So it's just not up to him to pull something out of his pocket. She can also say, hey, wait a minute. Let's talk about this. You should use this or you should use that. She didn't raise her hand and said, no, no, no. Excuse me. Right? You know how many times I've heard from girlfriends or yeah. women in general yeah. that when they discuss with men using yeah. a condom, right. men are like, I can't feel anything with a condom. Are you on the pill? Uh-huh. So guess what? Sometimes the pill... Well, from what I understand, yeah, but sometimes the pill doesn't work. It's not just That's, that a woman just skipped a dose. Things happen. Well, it's a two-way street. It's a his side, her side, her, her side, his side combination. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working on it, but. That's what's that's what's going on. It's not just the guy's decision. It's not just the woman's decision. It's both of them. So they're both responsible. It's not just the guy. Okay, but I feel 
that most of the time men do not take responsibility in this fashion. They well, just don't. Well, neither do the women then. Because it's the, more the women, important they're not... to feel good as opposed to the potential results of something. Forget Yeah, but it's both people. It's pregnancy. not just... What about STDs? Okay? Well, sure, but it, the guy's got to protect himself from that too. So if he doesn't, then shame on him. If she doesn't, shame on her. It's not his fault that he didn't do that and her fault he didn't do that. It's two people having a discussion prior to that. And then look what he did to this child, okay? So you know what? He well, used what he his did thing did for t- 10 years, felt good in the moment. What? Did she not feel good in the moment? Did she get what she wanted? I have no idea. Well, but see, Maybe that's the thing with women her. is that women think that guys only want to have sex so that they can get what they want. Well, aren't they getting something too? It's a combination. It's all out of whack. I think that people should well, I'll take- I'll give you a whack. Well, <laughs> see, if he, was, uh, if he was just whacking, he wouldn't have had this trouble. But <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's not just the female and males or the female's responsibility. It's not just the guy's response. It's both people. Both. And I hate it when women say, oh, the guy just wants me for this. Well, well, she's where was she? She's part of the act, right? It's not like somebody. We're part of the act and looking good. Well, anyhow. Yeah, anyhow. Yeah. Let's wrap this baby up. Okay. Wrap it up. <laughs> Maybe he should have done that, but then we wouldn't have lovely Sheba, so everything Don't for a reason. Don't fight with me. It's obnoxious. I just want to be right. I know. I don't well, want to be happy. I just want to be right. Well, I got to protect the guy's concept here. That's my job. Okay. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Guys, get back to your corner. I'm sorry, but this round is over. So getting to the center of the ring here. Yeah, I want to get to the center of the ring. And being friends. Yes. And and understanding each other. Yeah. How can we approach this so that there is a center? Like, where's the, where's the compromise here, do you think? Well, I think even before we talk about the compromise, I think we have to talk about a much bigger issue, which is two consenting adults having sex. The result is... What happened to Sheba Mason, which is a very common thread for a lot of people, and I know you and I have talked about this um, off air, you know, we had fathers that were present in our lives, right? um, but it doesn't necessarily mean they were wonderful fathers. You can have a father that is present and wonderful, someone who is there and not, and you can have someone who... Maybe Jackie Mason decided he wasn't going to be a father, a good father, and he removed himself and said, I'm only going to pay child support. Maybe he resented Sheba's mother, Ginger. Oh, I think he did. I think he did. And as a result of that, he punished an innocent child. And this infuriates me. Yeah. Well, I think the center of the ring is really both people, once something like that happens, is to come together and take their own personal stuff out and focus on the kid. Because the child is really the most important thing at that point, nothing else. Anybody's crap about how it happened, why it happened, what you want, what it has to focus back down on the, on the child now because that is the end result. And so you have to have, you know, love and connection with the child. You have to take care of that child. You, you have to. Where's humanity? Well, that's really what it is because everybody's so wrapped up in what they want. And then there's religious kind of connotations with it. And, you know, people approach things a lot of different ways. But 
the bottom line is, and and you know, you've, you've been around it yourself in terms of the best interest of the child, and that's really where it should be. And it's not just about impregnating someone. This comes up a lot even in divorce. I mean, we both have so many friends who um, have experienced this. The adults, the parents will will use the children as pawns. And then we wonder why our children today are sick, why they're on more anxiety medicine than ever before. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a horrible uh, disgrace the way society is running and the narcissism that we have, that people aren't thinking about others, especially a child before ourselves. Um, And as far as the sex part, everyone has a responsibility. And truthfully, I think people before you have sex, you should be discussing, God forbid, uh, if you're not married and have no intent of having children, what is the expectation? And if a man says to a woman, I'm not interested in getting married. I'm not interested in having children. I'm not interested in being in a monogamous relationship. Listen, ladies, sorry to say this, but I'm saying this. Guess what? You better take it seriously. Well, that's it, you know, because when the important part is the communication of everything. What is everybody's expectations? You know, like the old school traditional way was, you know, you you get you either get married or you're in a relationship before any of that kind of stuff happens because if that were to happen you're with someone who you would want to have that with and unfortunately a lot of people just want what they want when they want it and they don't want any responsibility and and you know guys even with the communication where you're set, you're telling somebody you know I don't want kids I don't want uh, responsibility but you're still having sex with someone with that possibly happening. So you can't on one side of your mouth saying, I don't want any of this. And then you jump in the sack with the risk of that happening. That's not being responsible either. So, you know, it's like I, chocolate ice cream, you know, the ice cream is in front of you and you just want what you yeah, want in that moment. It's kind of like you got to control yourself, you and know, not thinking you just, about the consequences. It's funny yeah. because when I was a late bloomer and when I was growing up, you know, my my mom was actually very strict when it came to the ideas of sex and and how you put yourself out there as a woman and and you know don't give the cow away and how men could perceive a woman if you give it away. I've 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 actually held on to all of those um, morales throughout my life and also the fear factor of. Uh, you know, ever getting pregnant and not raising a child on my own and and being in that position. Right. Well, the ultimate result is, is that you're you've never had to be in that position. Thank God. You know, and so and and so for guys and girls, it's about communication, definitely. But it's also about responsibility yeah. and it's also about some self-control. And that applies to everything, really, you know, drinking, smoking, eating, whatever. You You can't just have what you want because there will be uh, implication to it, you know, and you, you know, you have to kind of think about it. So I think the center of the ring certainly is uh, communication, but then also being responsible for yourself. Yes. Because, you know, like you said, oh, how come he didn't wear a condom? Well, you know what? You know, maybe he should have thought about himself Mm. and protected himself. Mm. And, and the woman, maybe she should have said, Hey, if you're going to, if we're going to do this, 
you should wear a condom People because never think I want to protect myself. Exactly. And, and you, you know, it's not just about having kids. It's also about catching some crazy diseases STD. too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's no fun. So I don't want those crabs crawling up oh, my ooh man, that's nasty. Hey, you know, also just in closure, I just want to say something that you brought up to me uh, off air that I think is very, very important. Paying child support. Yeah. Does not mean you're a dad. No, it doesn't. Anybody can write a check. Yes. But, you know, and that's one of the things that I do want to say in regards to Sheba's story is, yes, he did uh, take care of them financially, Mm -hmm. which is a God bless because a lot of people don't. Uh, However, the fact that he didn't even recognize that that was his kid, like he make believe that it wasn't. Can't even fathom. And couldn't even talk to her. I mean, that part, you, you, you have to, once this, once you have a kid, you are now a parent. You can't just close your eyes and put your head in the sand and say, I don't have a kid. I don't have a kid. No, you do. And, and you have to at least not just write checks and go about your business. That child needs that Rearing parent in the and life. love and, and you know, and, and even guidance. If, and even if he is a guy that's on the road and he's busy and he's this and that, that's fine. But call up. Hey, honey. How this is your dad? How you doing? You know, check How in. How you doing in school? How you, you doing know? in school? Even if he can't be there, it's not like he has to, you know, change your diapers and be there for PTA meetings. It's more the emotional, it, piece. emotional connection that yes. I'm here for you. Um, you know, your dad's busy. Your dad's are running around the world doing what he needs to do, but I'm always here for you, and um, and I'm connected to you, and 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 you're my girl. You know what I mean? And, and that's I have it. to give kudos to you. I think that's part of the reason that you have such an amazing relationship with your daughter. You are a phenomenal dad. And I know you were not raised by a dad who did everything right. No, my dad was not. He was kind of off the wall, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, I, I don't feel growing up with, with my dad being the way he was that I had a great role model. So I basically, I think I just reversed it. You know, I said, I don't want to be like that, so I'm going to be like this. Yes. And, and, I, and I did my best to make sure that I was a better person And in it's that very realm. evident in the way that, that she is today and the woman that she has become is a result of the parenting that you supply to her and the love that you give her every day. Yeah, yeah. This has been so great. Yeah. I'm so excited for next week's show. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, like, comment, and post. We want to hear your topics and comments and get in the ring with us. Give us things to talk about. And it is more important to be happy than to be right. You've got to look at the other side and get in the middle of the ring because that's where happiness really sits. Right. And it's not about giving away your power just because you're in the middle of the ring. I don't feel powerless. I feel totally empowered. I feel happy. And me too. And do you feel right or just right? Just right. All right. I'm on the right side. And so am I. This has been Her Side. His Side. What side are you on? This has been Her Side, His Side. What side are you on? I'm on the right side. We'll see you next time. Later. Thanks for listening. This has been Her Side, His Side talk show. What side are you on? Follow us, like, comment, and post on Facebook and Instagram. Our website again is hersidehissidetalkshow.com. Come fight.